Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. However, this is not Terry Wickstrom. I am Ronnie Castellini. I am sitting in for Terry. Terry is on assignment today, folks. And we have a full show lined up for you today. Uh, right off the bat, here in the first hour, we're going to have Mr. Chad Lachance joining us from Horsetooth Reservoir. We're going to have a couple of park segments coming in after that. We're going to have the folks from Pheasants Forever joining us. We're going to talk about their uh, their their programs that they're doing here in the state and around the country. Then in the second hour, we've got Tightline Outdoors. Nathan Zelensky is going to be calling in. We're going to do an Ask the Expert question. We're going to talk to the folks out at Colorado Clays. And, you know, then in the last segment of the second hour, we've got uh, the current reigning high school national bass fishing champion, Ryan Woods, going to be joining us in the last hour. So that is what we got going on. But right here, quickly, off the bat, folks, we're going to go straight to the phone. And joining us from Horsetooth Reservoir, we've got a really cool event going on up at the Horsetooth today, folks. We've got Mr. Chad Lachance. Chad, how are you doing this morning? Oh, Ron, couldn't be any better. Uh, beautiful morning. The kids are pounding the fish already, and uh, and it's, it's absolutely beautiful. The wind's staying down, and we've got a great day. And so we've got 50 volunteer boaters out here. But also joining me in the boat today is the regional director from uh, from CastForKids.org, and that's uh, Mr. Jim Bank. And Jim is uh, is here live with us as well. And and uh, this is kind of his baby, and it, of course, it's free fishing weekend here in Colorado, and there's events going on up and down the Front Range, whether you talk about St. Brain State Park or Pueblo State Park or, or uh, down in Colorado Springs and some of the ponds as well. Uh, I think at Monument they've got events, but it's free fishing weekend in Colorado, so lots going on. And of course, this cast event, uh, I think this is the 21st annual event here at Horse Tooth, and it always coincides with free fishing weekend, and we're always happy to have Jim and his crew here as well. Now, Cast for Kids, folks, this is a national organization. They go around the country and they do these uh, fishing events for uh, disabled and disadvantaged children. Um, but why don't you talk a little bit more about CAST and kind of the goal of CAST and what you guys got going on up there? Jim, why don't you tell us what's going on? Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're CAST for Kids. Is We've been around since 1991. This is our 26th year. And, and basically what we try to do is promote fishing and outdoor activities for, for families and children of special needs, disabled, disadvantaged, urban youth. Uh, we have a Take a Warrior fishing program for military personnel. Um, and, and we're just all about paying it forward and showing these families that despite maybe some physical disabilities they may have, fishing and outdoor, doing outdoor activities is something that every family can enjoy, whether whether you have these issues or not. You know, so that's what we're all about, just just paying it forward to these, bless these kids and their families. You know, it's got to be one of the most rewarding events that anybody can be a part of. Uh, the, the deal, from what I understand, is that yeah, you have volunteers that show up with boats, and they get kind of assigned a, a couple kids to go out on their boat for the day and, and do some fishing. Right now you're up at Horsetooth Reservoir. I can tell you from personal experience, there is very little that is more rewarding than seeing a, a kid a junior catch a fish for the very first time and really seeing that you know that 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 excitement on their face and how cool it is for them uh you know i'm sure that's what you guys are going to be experienced today and that's kind of what's going on up there right absolutely you know i try to explain to people that have never done this before i mean you know most of the people that come and volunteer at our events or you know have had kids and i tell them hey you remember the first time your child caught their first fish i mean Watching a child of special needs do this is all that times 10. I mean, it's just, 
I talked to a first-time volunteer at the event here today, and, and he's, he's just here registering the kids, you know, and, and this little boy comes through, and he had the biggest smile when they handed him his brandy. We gift him a rod and reel. We want him to have awesome. a great time today, but we want to show him that, that fishing is something they can do. We hope to see him back here at the park next week, but, but this guy, he says, look at me. I'm just talking about meeting this child earlier, and I have goosebumps on my arm. He says, it's, this is the most amazing thing. I just love it, you know, and I'm like, man, that's what it's all about, just paying our good lives forward to, to bless somebody that maybe has a little more issues and a little less advantage than we are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, Chad, I know you've been a, you know, a volunteer with CAST for many years. Um, why don't you give a little bit of background as far as, you know, your experience with CAST as well? Yeah, Ronnie, I, this is my 13th year of doing this event, 13 of the last, I think 15. I've uh, I've missed a couple because of being on the road, but it, it's a fantastic event because it's the most pure form of joy there is. Uh, you, you stick a fish and, and hand one of these kids a rods, or some of them can actually do some fishing themselves, but uh, you know, their face just lights up and, and they absolutely love it. And, you know, all the anglers, there's, there's 50 volunteers plus here, uh, just that brought boats from, from Colorado Wildlife Association, the Bass Federation and others, uh, pontoon boats are here for kids that need wheelchairs, things like that. Can't get on a bass boat or a walleye boat. Uh, but all those volunteers are sharing information, make sure that all the kids catch fish. It is not a competition. Uh, it is, Hey, let's all get together, share what knowledge we have and make sure that everybody catches fish. And at the end of the day, we're all going to sit down and have some barbecue, and uh, and it's just a it's just a fantastic thing. And and Jim, if it, if a guy wants to get more information on it, where would you get more information on your organization? Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, it, we're just www.castforkids.org. C a s t f o r k i d s dot o r g, and we got all the information you need. To, we, we'd love to, you know. A lot of these events, we see a lot of the same kids every year. But if we were to have an event on the other side of town or the other side of Denver or something, I mean, there's there's more families that can enjoy this. So we're always looking for some volunteers to step forward and, and try to do this for more kids because uh, there's plenty of kids out there that, that could really love this experience. Now, you guys do these events all over the country. Um, are there any upcoming events that you're still looking for volunteers for? You know, in, in the immediate Colorado area, no. Um, but we, we do we, we do events nationwide. Two years ago, um, we had 46 events. This year, we're going to have 70 of them. So we're really we're really stepping up. We've we've got a big fundraiser in Waco, Texas, this year, and and uh, you know, we're just trying to, to like I said, pay it forward and bless more kids. That's what we're all about. Yeah, this is an outstanding organization, folks, and the job that they're doing is 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 you know very very valuable in a lot of different ways. And if there's a theme for today's show, while I'm here in the studio, it's going to kind of be about getting youth into the outdoors today. Um, that's going to what we're going to talk about in a lot of the segments today. And you know, this is an example of that: getting youth out into the outdoors, showing them that they can be successful in fishing or hunting and hiking and all that stuff, and and really opening their minds to the outdoors. And for these kids this opportunity to get out on these fancy boats and ride around the lake and catch fish up at Horsetooth, especially today, Chad. It is beautiful out, and the lake is completely fill, filled with water, and I'm sure the fish are biting good, right? Oh, well, they're challenging. This is definitely prime time for Horsetooth, uh, for, for Colorado anglers out there. It's full. It's beautiful. Uh, the, the weather's good, and the fish are on the chow. The first boat we pulled up to, they caught seven fish in 20 minutes. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's definitely the fish are biting right now, and uh, it's a good time to be out here. Then that's, you know, that's the same thing. That's why Colorado Free Fishing Weekend is when it is, you know. Today and tomorrow, it's free for, for uh, anglers to go out, even adults without a license. You still may have to get an entry pass, and all the rest of the rules apply, but you do not need a fishing license. And so 
like I said in the beginning of the segment, Ron, there's there's free events going on up and down the Front Range. Colorado Parks and Wildlife doing a good job of pushing this weekend. And of course, it's National Fishing and Boating Week as well, uh, so it kind of coincides with that. But great weekend to be outdoors in Colorado. Absolutely, it is definitely that kind of year and or that time of the year, folks. And it's a lot of fun to get out and get the kids out. Uh, Chad, we've also got another event that we wanted to bring up real quick. Let's talk a little bit about Fish Fest 2017 up at Horseshoe. Fish Fest 2017, another uh, event that we've put on forever. I always appreciate your help with that, Ronnie. It's, uh, it's a fishful thinker event. This year, uh, once again, this year we're benefiting the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, it's a fundraising event. We'll have lunch. We'll have raffles. We've got all kinds of great prizes. We've got stuff from Airhead, uh, SUP, the stand-up paddleboard people. We've got Abu Garcia stuff. We've got Shakespeare stuff. We're Silvermine Subs has stepped up to sponsor the event, so folks can buy lunch, and, and the proceeds from lunch go to the, to the charity as well. It'll be uh, June 25th at Horsetooth Reservoir at the South Bay Pavilion from 8 a.m. to noon. And if folks go to fishfulthinker.com or go to our various social media, all of it is at fishfulthinker, and, uh, and you can get it. Our Facebook page at fishfulthinker is probably the best place to get information on it. We'll make sure we get all that information up there. But June 25th, 8 to noon, food, fishing, you'll be able to fish right there at the side of the lake lots of prizes should be fun yeah it is a lot of fun folks and uh more and more every year we get more people that understand they show up with their fishing gear and there's a whole bunch of them lined up right there on the rocks by the pavilion at horse tooth fishing while we're doing this event and undoubtedly every year fish are getting caught right there and sometimes some really nice ones right chad well, yeah, right, and right now it's going on. Uh, you know, I was just at that beautiful pavilion. And of course, Larimer County Department of Natural Resources just built that pavilion a few years ago, and it's a beautiful facility. They do weddings and things there as well. But we've commandeered it for fishing, and last year we caught a rainbow, probably five or six pounds, right from the literally from the picnic table, standing right where you stand and eat. So uh, we give prizes away to the kids for every fish they catch until we run out of prizes. And and here at Cast today, where we are, same thing. Every kid will go home with a prize, and I think most all the volunteers will go home with something as well so not only do you get to have a beautiful day at the Colorado outdoors but you get to go home with a memento as well real fast jim why don't you give the contact information for cast for kids again where can people get a hold of you and, and find the information absolutely it's our website www.castforkids.org or they can call me on my cell phone it's 210-414-8048 they have any questions awesome and once again chad why don't you give the information real fast about fish fest Fish Fest, uh, June 25, uh, 8 to noon, uh, here at Horse 2 South Bay Pavilion. Go to fishfulthinker.com or our uh, Facebook page. You can get information on it there. We'll have all that information updated later today. Yeah, bring your shorts, folks. Bring your fishing yeah. gear if you're going to come to this event. The swim beach is right there next to where we're doing the event. Uh, there's a lot of activities. There's a lot of fun. People on paddle boards and all that kind of fun stuff's happening. Yeah, we'll, this kind of a we'll deal. even have paddle boards, Ron. We'll even have paddle boards for people to sample. I think we'll have four, maybe five of them there. Uh, Courtesy of Airhead SUP, so guys will be able to bang around on our paddle boards right there as well. Oh, live entertainment for those who have never been on a paddle board before. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun. <laughs> awesome. All right, folks. Well, I'm going to get it to a break. Chad, Jim, I want to thank you for joining me today. Well, thanks for having us, Ron. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely, folks. And you're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Honey Smoked Fish Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Sun Enterprises, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. 
This is Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. However, I am not Terry Wickstrom. I am Ronnie Castiglione. I am fired up. I'm all hopped up on caffeine, folks. And I'm here in the studio doing the show today while Terry is on assignment. We are going to get right back to the phones. And joining us for parks in our park segment here, we have Mr. Eric Drummond. Eric, how's it going today? I am doing really well. Thanks for having me on the show. Awesome, Eric. Now, you wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, the Colorado Trail Explorer Cortex website launch. Let's talk about the website, Eric. Sure. So, in celebration of National Trails Day, which is today, Colorado Parks and Wildlife launched this new interactive online map. Um, We call it the Colorado Trail Explorer, and it's a comprehensive online map that has uh, recreational trails in the uh, in the state of Colorado. We have roughly 39,000 miles of trails, and um, that crosses um, represents uh, trails that are managed by 225 different jurisdictions across the state. Over 39,000 miles in trails. Is that what you said, Eric? That's right. It's a uh, it's been a big croc, uh, project, and um, a lot of work and time has gone into it um, over the last 18 months, and it's part of John Hickenlooper's Colorado the Beautiful Vision um, um, initiative, which uh, um, and we're really excited to uh, be sharing it with the public today. Yeah, I went on the website yesterday, folks, and kind of played around on it a little bit and ch- checked out all the features on it, and it looks like it's going to be a very cool website. Now, you did mention to me that this is the development kind of beginning stage of this website, and it's kind of the first version of it, and this thing's going to kind of, you know, improve and transform as it gets more usage and more stuff done to it. What I was amazed at was when I looked at that map, I couldn't believe all of the trails. You know, I mean, you said 39,000 miles, and they have them color-coded as far as, you know, if they're uh, motorized access or walk-in only or, you know, you can bring bikes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's color-coded. I was absolutely amazed at how many of those trails were marked on that map. It seems like there's a trail just about anywhere in the state. We really do have a amazing network of trails in the state of Colorado, and the public lands that are available to us in our backyards are, are, are world class. And this is a tool that will connect people to uh, rewarding um, outdoor uh, um, act, act, um, activities, you know. Um, and a, a lot of those activities, whether you're a fisherman or a hunter or a mountain biker or a backpacker, everybody uses uh, trails. And, and so hopefully this uh, new website um, will uh, – will give people the information they need to make uh, good decisions and use trails um, sustainably. Yeah, and it will really show you the diversity of the trails that we have here in the state. There's trails out on the eastern plains. There's trails all over the mountains. There's trails out on the western plains. No matter where you are in the state, there is a hiking trail or a biking trail somewhere that's very, very close to you. This is a valuable resource that a lot of people like to utilize. And, you know, we talked a little bit when I talked to you yesterday, Eric, about my theme for the show today, about getting youth into the outdoors and getting them more active, getting them to put their cell phones down, getting them to step away from the video games and get out into the outdoors and have some fun so that they, you know, one, get some physical fitness out of the thing, but also kind of grow and get appreciation for this natural resource. What we found as fishing guides, as we educate people about fishing and they become better, better anglers and they have more information about it, they take more pride in the resources and they're better at utilizing the resources and not doing any damage to the resources with the trail system i imagine it's the same thing once you get out and, and kind of realize 
all these beautiful trails that we have all over the state and the opportunities we have to get out, you're going to become very appreciative of those trails and you're going to take some responsibility as far as taking care of those trails. And, and, and to get the juniors out, that's kind of a big deal. And this website will definitely help folks plan their trips, plan some of these adventures. Right, Eric? Absolutely. You're right. The kids uh, can get a lot of screen time this, these days. And there's a, uh, a concerted effort for uh, people in um, Colorado Parks and Wildlife and other agencies like ourselves to try to connect those kids to the outdoors and give them those experiences. Because once they, they get out there and they enjoy a, a hike, um, people get hooked on it and then they get this stewardship um, um ideals uh instilled in them and then they are the next stewards of uh um of of the outdoors going forward so hopefully this tool which is online and they can look at you know on a screen will help them plan some um opportunities um to get outside in the uh in the outdoors on a trail and and we'll be connecting those kids to those kinds of um recreation um opportunities that uh that, that will make them good stewards going forward Eric, tell folks where they can find the website online. Easiest thing to do is to just Google Colorado Trail System or the Colorado Trail Explorer, but our webpage is cpw.state.co.us slash cts. Awesome, Eric. It's all good information, folks. And the more and more information we have about the natural resources here in the state, the more we're going to take responsibility for them, the more we're going to take care of them, and the more we're going to utilize them. So, Eric, I want to thank you for joining me this morning. I was thrilled to be on today. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Let's do it again, Eric. And, folks, we are going to go right back to the phones. And joining us from Adventure Camper, we have Ray Reeves. Ray, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Ronnie. How are you doing? I'm all fired up in here at 104.3 The Fan. Ray, what do you got going on out there at Adventure Camper? Well, we are just bending the corner on coming into the peak of camping season. Uh, We've got... Some really good specials on our Sonoma line of travel trailers. These are larger 22, 24-foot trailers. We've got uh, couples coaches, and we've got family coaches that have extra-large double bunk beds in them and slide-outs, and they're kind of built for Colorado with extra-thick, heavy-duty insulated walls, so we've got some good specials going on those right now. They've got everything you need out there at Adventure Campers, folks, and maybe you're going to get out and take advantage of this free fishing weekend, or you're looking at that trails website and you want to go up and do some camping or something like that. These folks can take care of you. Now, you guys rent campers, but you also rent SUVs, is that right? Yes, we do the whole package. So if you're, uh, you either have guests coming in from out of town uh, and or you don't have your own uh, vehicle suitable for towing, we do rent SUVs and vans that are capable of towing trailers. Uh, along with renting the trailer. So we can do the whole package for you. Very, very cool, folks. Why don't you tell folks where you're located? We're down in southeast Metro Denver. We are near the intersection of Arapaho Road and Jordan Road, so very convenient for anybody in the south end of town. Perfect. And a telephone number and a website? Uh, 303-680-3670. And our website is AdventureCamper.com. AdventureCamper.com, folks. They've got the things you need if you want to head to the outdoors and get up there and you want to ride around in a fancy trailer and do some of that that real uh, high-end camping stuff. So, Ray, I want to thank you for joining us this morning.
Sure, Ronnie. Thank you for the time. I appreciate you letting us on. All right, folks. And we are going to take it to a break. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Sun Enterprises, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. This is Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and this is Ronnie Castiglione sitting in for Terry Wickstrom today. And we are going to get right back to the phones, folks. And joining us in our second park segment, we have Mr. Alan Martinez. He is the park manager from Highline State Park. Alan, how's it going this morning? It's good. Absolutely gorgeous over here in western Colorado. So. Yeah, we finally got that late spring, early summer weather today, and I'm sure being up at the park and out on the lake today is a fantastic deal. Yes, it is. All right. Well, right off the bat, why don't you tell folks where the park's located? So Highline Lake is west of Grand Junction. We're about 12 miles um, out of Utah. So we are about as far west as you're going to go for any of our state parks. An oasis on the edge of the desert is how I understand it. Um, yes, I, it is. <laughs> yeah, I've never been yeah. to this park, folks, but I've done a lot of research on it, and I know folks that have been up there and done some fishing. This is a pretty cool park, and it's kind of a different thing than some of these high mountain lakes. Uh, now, you have a, a couple bodies of water on the park. Uh, why don't you tell folks about both the lakes and the ponds? Yeah, so um, we have Highline Lake, which is um, the main lake here. It's a 160-acre lake, and then we have um, Mac Mesa which is a smaller um, 12-acre reservoir on the backside. And they're both um, warm water fisheries. Uh, Mac Mesa, they stock it um, spring and fall. It's catching, you know, for basically put-and-take fishery with the trout. Uh, it gets a lot of lot of use, and we'll see a lot of people out there through the winter. We will freeze up over the winter, so people will be out ice fishing. But the big, the big draw is really the the warm water fishery that we have here and um, Highline Lake has an unusual feature in that we have a, a barrier net so it's the first barrier net um, put in place to keep fish in the lake um, due to the the endangered fish recovery plan over here sure so it allows us to stock uh, bass catfish bluegill crappie and uh, we've had a number of catfish already being caught this year. I had a guy look at, talk to the other day. I had about an eight-pound catfish, and he showed me a picture of a 26-pounder he caught this year as well. So there's some big cats in the lake. Awesome. Now the Highline Lake, the bigger of the lakes. Now that that lake is open to boating, and there is skiing on that lake and things like that. That's a full-use lake. The smaller lake, from my understanding, is uh, the Mac Mesa Lake, and that's uh, electric or man-powered only. Is that right on that? Yes, it is. And so yeah, I'm a little more peaceful over there. A little, um, you know, if you're going to come out and fish on Highline on a weekend, you definitely want to be out here first first light and in the evening because it gets pretty pretty full of boats, but Mac Mesa is a nice little getaway as far as being over there. You know, if you have a belly boat, um, that's I'd recommend putting something like that out on the water. They do pretty well. 
Now, besides the water activity that you have there, and you definitely have all of the water activities, the skiing, the paddle boarding, and all that kind of, and the fishing and everything that takes place, you also have a lot of campsites there at the lake as well. And, you know, I've seen the pictures of these campsites, and there's a lot of big trees around the campsites, which is what people want to know. They want to know if they're going to be out in the sun in these campsites. But it looks like there's green grass and trees next to this lake, and it, it definitely looks like a little oasis next to the desert, right? Yeah, and that's why we call it the oasis in the desert because it, it is a desert climate here. But um, the you know this our day use area and our campground look more like a city park setting. It's one of the few parks that have it. We have uh, about 14 acres of turf grass with large canopy trees to provide shade. So when it's 100 degrees out, it doesn't feel so bad when you're sitting up on that grass and in the shade trees. And and that's part of the reason why. Um, the campground is is as busy as it is as well. Our campground, we've been booked every weekend since March 12th. So um, we start filling very early due to the, the warmer climate here. And we'll stay booked all the way through the end of October. So if you're wanting to come out and spend a weekend out here, you definitely won't need to make your reservations months in advance. Um, weekdays, we just typically will have openings. So somebody has some days off during the week, it gives you an opportunity to come out. Um, There are typically always some sites available during the middle of the week. There are a lot of activities that go on in the state park, folks. It's not just the fishing and the camping and all that stuff like that. Um, You know, I I did a lot of research, and I found out that this is a very, very famous park for mountain biking. Um, It seems like there's a a famous uh, endurance trail that's up in that part of the woods. Why don't you tell folks a little bit about the the opportunities to get out and, and ride the trails? Yeah, and that's and that's another big draw over here is the mountain biking in western Colorado has just blown up. Um, people discovered western Colorado and you and we're close enough to Moab that um a lot of people are making their their des- final destination here instead of going out to Moab and dealing with a bunch of multi use trails and we have um numerous trails on the park and we also have what we call our eighteen hour trail and it's a uh, about a almost an eight mile single track loop, and every every spring we have an eighteen hour race, which is um, a, an amazing um, event that we put on out here. Uh, we we've been sitting about one hundred and thirty teams. That's the max that we'll allow, and that's been filling up usually every year by January uh, for this event. It's a real popular event. But they come out and start racing at midnight on the when it starts. So it's one of the coolest starts. It's a midnight start, and they're great cars. And um, these guys do a whole lot of a lot of loops on our trail. Eighteen hours of mountain biking. Do they do that all in a row there? They do. And this year we had thirty solo teams, so we had solo riders, thirty solo riders out of that that were riding for eighteen straight hours. Jeez, I don't know if there's anything I want to do for eighteen (laughs) hours straight. Let alone ride a mountain bike around a yeah, desert. Yeah, on the bike. I, I don't know. They're, they're crazier than I am, too. I, one, one lap's enough for me. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, some of the other activities that you guys are well known for, uh, the bird watching in that part of the woods is very, very good. I understand that a lot of people like to come there to watch the birds, and that's kind of a neat deal. The Now, tell me about this real quick. Geocaching. Well, what is yeah. geocaching all about? So, so geocaching is uh, really it's taken off, and um, we have some volunteers at the park that were doing it, and we started putting geocache sites out. And basically, 
you know, you get on your smartphone and you look at your as coordinates, and then you got to go find these um, these caches that we have around the park, and basically, um, you know, sign sign a little piece of paper on there you sign on the site, and if you want to take something out of the box, usually you drop something back in the box, and um, it's it's become a popular event, and um, I had a couple volunteers, our camp hosts, that were doing this for have done this for years um other parts of the country and um it's taken off and so it's it, you know it's it's a pretty neat event and something else to draw people in here and but we've got um I think it's 11 or 13 geocache sites on the park so it's um another thing for people to come out and do and uh, like you said the bird watching is another big one um you know we've got well, close pushing now closer to 200 species of birds that have been seen at the park, and we end up every year with with some some type of an unusual bird. And uh, two years ago, we had the magnificent frigate bird out here, which is not even known to be in Colorado, but um, uh, so they draw draws a lot of birders to the park as well. It sounds like a very cool spot, folks. Um, you know, one thing real fast, too, as well, if there's a theme for today's show, we're talking about getting youths into the outdoors. Um, it sounds like you guys have some education programs that involve getting youths into the outdoors up there. So why don't you talk real quickly about some of that? Yeah, so um, we are, we're pushing to get kids outdoors. Um, all summer long, we do a weekly kids program um, all, all summer. That's on Wednesdays. We also do... Um, other um interp events on Saturday, Friday nights and Saturday nights and then you know with the warm water fishery especially with the ba- um bluegill and the crappie easy to catch species the park has about 20 loaner poles so if kids want to come out and t- um, try and pick up fishing um we do have tackle boxes and fishing poles that we'll loan to them to get them out so Trying to get trying to get these kids outdoors and get them hooked on being outside instead of sitting behind a TV screen or a computer screen. I agree 100%. Good times and good stuff, folks. Uh, real quick, tell people once again where the park is located and also give them a website address so they can find out the information. Yeah, so um, if you want to, you know, Highline Lake, again, we're about 15 miles west of Grand Junction on I-70. So from coming out of the Denver area, just hit I-70, straight west to Loma, and we're just north of Loma. Uh, and then the website is www.cpw.state.co.us, and um, you can log, you know, hit on there things to do, and click on Highline Lake, and give you pretty much a a full calendar of events and on um, what what's going on here at the park. But beautiful little park, and I'd recommend if you get an opportunity to come on out. Highline State Parks, folks. Uh, Alan Martinez, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Hey, no problem. I appreciate it, and thank you for um, for having us on. All right, and we are going to get it to a break, folks. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Presented in part by Honey Smoked Fish Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Splashing everywhere. This is Terry Woods from Outdoors, and we are going to get right back to the phones, folks. And joining us from the Northern Colorado chapter of Pheasant Forever, we have Stan Bartholomew. Stan, how are you doing this morning? 
I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing this morning? You know, I'm getting settled in. I always get really fired up and hopped up on caffeine when they put me in front of this live mic talking to everybody in the state. But, you know, I'm kind of getting my wits about me now, Stan. Pheasants Forever. Now, this is a national organization. Why don't you tell folks right off the bat a little bit about the mission of Pheasants Forever? Well, Pheasants Forever's mission was started in 1983 when a group of fellows in Minnesota decided that hey, the habitat was disappearing, we better do something about it. So they started a habitat organization, and we've planted habitat everywhere uh, in most of the state. Well, in any state's got pheasants, pheasants forever has planted habitat in it. Yeah, we've said for a long time, Chad says it on, on on air all the time, and I say it as well, that hunters and fishermen are the original conservationists. Um, you know, and if it weren't for hunters, a lot of this habitat restoration and habitat improvement projects wouldn't be taking place, and we'd actually be losing numbers of birds around the country and around the state. But because the hunters, you know, see them as a very valuable resource, they take pride in them and they take responsibility. And you guys do a very good job around the country and here in Colorado of restoring and improving habitat projects, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Now, if there's a theme for today's shows, folks, I've, I've mentioned it before, we're talking about getting youth into the outdoor, getting kids to put the phones down, getting them to put the, the, the computer away, you know, and, and not be on the, the laptop or the, or the iPad all day long. Uh, Pheasants Forever has a passion for getting youth into the outdoor as well. Why don't you talk a little bit about your youth outreach program? Okay, well, the Northern Colorado chapter started their youth outreach program real heavy in 2003. Uh, my brother and I, we started the uh, outdoor programs, taking kids to do a little shooting and some pheasant hunting. Since that time, it's evolved into uh, they spend a whole day. We do some 22 target practice, some clay shooting, uh, archery, and then we take them on a planted pheasant hunt and then <clears throat> excuse me in 2008 pheasants forever decided that hey we can have all the habitat we want and we can raise millions and millions of birds or anything else rabbits it doesn't make any difference but if we don't have somebody out there to hunt them then uh, it's not going to do us any good because they'll eat up all our habitat and then they'll destroy themselves so in 2008 Pheasants Forever went with a program called No Child Left Indoors. No Child Left Indoors. That sounds like it's something that's good for all the kids. You know, I'm amazed. I'm, I'm a fishing guide in northern Colorado, and I get kids out on the boat, uh, you know, every single year. And it, it astonishes me that the kids nowadays have trouble standing for more than an hour or two in the boat. Their feet hurt. Their legs hurt. Um, it, you know, or they get bored of fishing after 30 minutes or so, and, and they're back playing on their phones a lot of times while they're on the boat. I had a junior on the boat just the other day that would put the fishing pole down, picked up the cell phone, and started watching videos of fishing while he was on my boat while we were out on Boyd Lake. It kind of blew my mind that he'd rather play with his phone and watch videos than actually stand up and catch fish himself. But, uh, you know, Pheasants Forever has recognized this as well, and you guys do a lot of different events throughout the year. Let's talk a little bit about a few of the upcoming events that you guys have on the calendars for kids. Well, we do a pretty cross-section of all kinds of events. Uh, for example, on uh, Thursday the 15th of June, uh, a group of us will be in uh, Golden, Colorado, 
and we'll be doing the shotgun training for the Colorado State Youth Academy. Um, then Saturday, the 17th, we're going to do an archery thing that anybody can come to at Boyd Lake there in Loveland. Uh, the 27th will be one of my favorite programs for the last four or five years. Uh, we've taken time and uh, gone up to a camp called uh, uh, Camp Ballarat, and their camp that they have that particular time is called Camp Courage, and it's kids with all stages of cancer, and uh, we've been going up and teaching them how to trap shoot, and it's been very rewarding. I bet you those kids are absolutely thrilled when they get up to an event like that, and I'm sure their faces light up and they have a great day. Um, looking at the counter, it looks like you also, in July, you guys do the, the Ultimate Natural Experience uh, Camp. Why don't you talk a little bit about that camp? Okay, we actually do two of them. But the first one's in July. It's July 16th through the 22nd, and uh, it's up at uh, Ballarat Youth Camp up above Jamestown. Uh, kids 9 to 14 can attend, uh, and they do, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, they stay in dormitories, and, and they eat uh, buffet-style food, and uh, they'll do everything from fishing to hiking to geocaching to trap shooting, 22 rifle shooting, archery, horseback riding, you name it. They, uh, we even bring up some dogs, and we're doing something special this year. Uh, we're bringing up two pointing dogs, and they're going to show kids how pointing dogs work. <laughs> and then, uh, very cool. There's a special little dog named Cash that is uh, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Officer Brock up at uh, Red Feather Lakes has. And he's going to bring it during that time and demonstrate what that dog can do as far as sniffing out things or retrieving things or following things. It's it's going to be pretty exciting, I think. I know as an adult, I'm astonished. I, I have a bird dog, but he's not really trained for hunting. He's a good dog, but I'm astonished when I see a well-trained bird dog out in the field. Uh, I'm sure those kids are going to absolutely be thrilled to see this dog and how it can follow commands and how it can, you know, sniff something out from great distances. You know, it, it's very, very cool stuff. Um, do you have any more events as far as the youth uh, initiative that you'd like to talk about real fast well the other tune camp that we do that's held out at amherst colorado and most people don't even know where that is but we're a mile from the nebraska border north and east of holyoke colorado and there's a little church camp out there called camp macasay and the kids go out there and they get the horseback ride drive atvs do some trap shooting but we're going to do something a little bit different this year we're actually going to plant 500 feet of trees so the kids will be involved in a habitat project out there and that'll help with the habitat for pheasant hunting and on sunday morning uh, that's the weekend that the state of nebraska has youth only pheasant and quail hunting and so we're going to take these kids uh, about six miles uh, east of there over to grant nebraska and they'll get to take and uh participate in a live honest goodness wild pheasant hunt and it's been uh, pretty productive for us and pretty exciting getting youth into the outdoors folks this is good stuff this is a great organization stan tell folks real fast where they can find out more information about uh the organization and some of the some of the stuff you guys have on the calendar 
go to nocopf.com, Northern Colorado Pheasants Forever.com. And it has my phone number on there. So if you have any questions, uh, you're more than, uh, I'm more than willing to accept your phone call. And because this has been my passion since 2003, I've been involved with a lot of kids. So these guys are doing great works, folks. They're, they're all about the outdoors and they're all about getting the youth into the outdoors. Stan, I want to thank you for joining me this morning. You're welcome, sir. All right, folks, and we're going to get it to a break. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented in part by Honey Smoked Fish Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. 